starting in with beliefs, the belief that there is that relationship for you, that your, your man, a man that feels good for you and the kind of relationship you want is actually out there. That is, that involves so much stuff, right? If I could interact with all of you on a gallery here, you'd, you'd be able to tell me what your personal situation is. But this concept of belief, hope, faith, um, moving forward, pursuing, keeping going, it's complex because we are each so different. Our mental makeup is so different. Our traumas experience, and we all have PTSD at some level. All of us have traumatic responses inside of ourselves, how those are operating, how if we say an affirmation to ourselves, some people go, oh yeah, that really lifted me up. Some people then just it throws them into overthinking and, and feeling worse. So the idea is, of course, finding what works best for you. So what would work best for you? Saying, there's got to be a guy out there. And then feeling disappointed every time you go on a date and he's not cool. And all of a sudden you feel like it's never going to happen and it's dark out and you're alone. I know what that feels like. I remember before I met my husband and what that felt like. Like a never-ending roller coaster of ups and downs. Men that turn you on and the men who disappear and then nothing happening and then short-term relationships with obviously the wrong guys, really. I mean, there was a spate of time there when I was dating really young men. And you may be discovering that also, really young men. I mean, I knew they weren't ready. Why would I even assume that they were ready? because a girlfriend of mine married an 18-year-old guy. So was that my life? I, I, I took a, a choice of belief that that could work. Well, that was me operating on my system. So let's talk about, um, once again, there's just hours and hours to talk about this stuff. The way I process things, I'm very now right into um, personality typing, the complexities of personality typing. Not because I want to type him, but it is helpful. If you can type a guy, you you can really understand what, what is interfering in your communication and what would help that communication because he is processing input from you, from the air, from the television, from the world, from his extra senses, differently than you do. He is processing differently. And sometimes we get into weird situations where you give up on him, or you feel defensive, or you shut him out, because he doesn't seem to be on the same page as you, right? But really, he's on the same page, he's just processing it totally differently. Now, that is one thing. The other thing is a guy who's actually doesn't care and he's reactive and he automatically goes into his own needs every time you have a need that you share. This is a whole nother element. Now we're talking about men who are narcissistic, maybe clinically, but also just feel afraid. When you present them with any kind of a challenge or a conundrum or pain, 
or any kind of emotion, they have a difficult time um, going anywhere but to fear. They go to fear and they immediately come up with their own needs and those come out. And that happens over and over and over again. Okay, so if that's what's happening to you, maybe you are a rescuer type. Maybe what you do to process your pain is to find guys who are in more pain. And that's not to say that that would fail, right? So now that, you know, I've kind of laid the groundwork for all the different possibilities here and so many, 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 many more, then belief that a guy is out there for you is sort of a kind of a useless thing, right? Because that belief comes and goes, right? That's the hard part. You can't stick with belief. You can stick with something called faith, though, I think. Faith, not necessarily in God or the universe or any of that, but faith that I'm alive, I'm here for a reason, I have picked up this incredible honor of being on planet Earth when there may not be anything else in the entire universe or known universes, anything like us. I mean, what a privilege, even if it's always painful. So there are those kind of attitudes you might want to develop rather than, you know, and there's so many views of God. God can see me. God is overseeing my life. Or just God is everywhere. God is inside me. Life is what is moving forward at all times. The, the best and the most serving of me and of everybody else is what is trying to happen. Okay, so there's that. So pick something out of what I'm saying here that, that resonates with you. What belief would make you feel good? How about the belief that um, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay no matter what. Uh, I may think that I would be extremely lonely if this happened, but maybe that's not what would happen. Maybe I would feel this way. So how about all those things? We try this one. Let's try this one. I have no idea what's going to happen next. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen in the next five minutes, much less the next day, much less the next week, the next year. Who could have foreseen COVID? Who could have foreseen how it would operate in their lives? Who, who could foresee when you get a bad cold in the middle of something you wanted to have a party around, right? Nobody. How, you know, you trip and you fall. You know, how do you know? Nothing. So we can either live our lives in fear of what's going to happen tomorrow, or we can go, maybe what's going to happen tomorrow is something that would feel good. So just like I could trip and fall and have to walk around funny, or some great man could show up. How about that? Mystery. You can prime yourself for that new mindset, and it might not feel like it might not feel like your usual at first but you can practice even entertaining that idea of what i don't know could be good do you like that 
I do. I do. I, I do. I do like that. I, I mean, it, it also takes me a little by surprise. I mean, it, or it can. I think it has the ability yes. to do that. I mean, I could also find myself fighting it, you know. It's not comfortable to expect the best. Right. Well, maybe it won't be the best. Maybe expecting the best is too much. How about I can expect something I have no idea about? big surprise, that might lift your nervous system out of its pattern. So what could a surprise look like? I'm, I'm looking at, you know, here, this is my front yard, my front, and I can walk all the way, you can't really see it, but walk down the street like a country lane kind of. So if I just take a walk into the air, I can get all embroiled in my brain, or I can just look at grass and trees and flowers and my dog. How about those two choices? I can get in my brain and think about what's gonna happen next and think about what happened today and think about how I'm terrified of what just happened with me and my man and how do I fix it, which I think is the major preoccupation. And it happens to me. If I um, said something, not the wrong thing, but if I said something that upsets him or upsets someone else or doesn't feel right the way I talk to my dog or a person on the street, if, if, if a friend in the neighborhood didn't react to me and fool like, wow, I'm so glad I'm talking to you, Rory. It's really easy for me based on my trauma experience to go, oh, I did something wrong. Something happened. They didn't like me. I, I have food in my teeth. I, I, I wasn't nice enough. I wasn't interested enough in them. I talked too much about, I could go like that for days. Anybody kind of feel that? Do we have anybody who gets, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Oh my gosh. And you're always looking for signs and signals from the people around you and your man to make sure that it's okay. Anybody identify with that one? Not in the comments, but we've got hellos. All right, hi. Oh, yes, we've got a yes. Yes, yes, All right, yes. so there's a whole bunch of things I've thrown out here. So if you identify with any of these, then, you know, there's obviously many routes to go to help yourself get out of that pattern, right? It's like a shade pattern. I think I did a video on following the shade patterns. I talk a lot about patterns and patterning now. And the way that we create patterns of thinking and where we go in our mind, depending upon how we're going to try to not feel what we're feeling, not feel the horror that we're feeling, and to think our way out of it, right? And we all have different ways of doing it. Your man is a different way of doing it. So what you want to do is all of these possibilities is the second you find yourself not feeling good, like, oh, I'll never find a guy. The second you actually can get conscious that you're going there, just stop for a second and change your physical position. If you're walking, stop, sit down. If you're sitting, stand up, get on the floor, change your physical position. My dog keeps ringing the bell. I think he just wants to go out. I'll let him out. <laughs> you get a little look into my life here. 
So I could have ignored my dog for longer because I didn't want to uh, offend you or be unprofessional, right? Well, that was a moment, right? I probably thought that. And I thought, well, heck, you know, my dog's going to keep making that noise. And you know what? It's nice for you to know me. So how about you think that? Hey, that was stop a huge your physical position, move, walk, and breathe enough to just go, what's going on inside me? And just ask. If you're thinking, going, whoa, I'm thinking, I'm not looking at the tree. So immediately look at the tree. Look at your hand. Look at your ring. Look at... Look at anything that that is in front of you at the moment. You know, a necklace, uh, you know, uh, your toenail, anything. A uh, flower would be nice, right? Flower to window. Just look at something else and see if you can notice. I have a, a major tool about this, I think, called a pen. Just look at it and notice the difference between looking at that flower and thinking in your head. Looking at the flower thinking in your head, being with the flower to be, you know, really kind of old-fashioned move, be with the flower. I'm just looking at the flower and I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm just dropping my thoughts into the flower. I'm just letting that flower be where I am. You know, I'm not here now in this whole experience, but I'm with the flower for real. And then, then notice the experience when you're thinking. It's a whole different physical experience, right? I'm thinking it almost feels like you're disconnected from the flower. It feels like a distance, and it feels like a smaller space, and it feels, and this is what I do all the time with my students, put your hand right here. All right, so if, if your hand is here, your voice goes up, and you're all thinking in your brain, and it's like, Ah, so now move your hand down your body and just keep talking like, hello, hello, hello. You'll start to notice your voice goes down because you've got more air lower, right? And things start to relax as you go down and all of a sudden. So you want to stay with your hand all the way down. Lower chakra, you can get it, right? And breathe and look at the flower and see what happens to you. Are you going up or down? Track yourself. Are you pulling away into your brain? Are you pulling to the flower? All right, so now, if you can get into the flower, can a guy see you? Can you possibly open up the picture to include a guy who might be there for you? And the right man for you is just a total uh, fallacy. There is no right man for you. There's a man who'll do. There's a man who'll serve you. There's a man who is, unless you're super lucky and it is your destiny and your thing that you meet a guy who is just like totally on par with you and perfect. But I got to tell you, I haven't met too many of those. And I have met one where true love was stated at the beginning. And yes, they're together. And yes, it's not a perfect relationship. I've seen it out there. It, it is no such thing as perfect. And you got to believe me when I say the chemistry and the attraction disappears after a while naturally. That's not what you're looking for, true love. You're looking for a partnership. So all you need is a guy who's willing to work with you. You know, that you're reasonably attracted to in some levels, a friend, as a person, 
um, his thought process, anything. Enough that you don't want to run away from him when you're with him. But, you know, you don't like spending time with him. You like spending time with him. He's there for conversation. And he seems like somebody who can handle your magnificence. And I got to tell you, this is where we're going now. The future is female. You are the future. You are the power. You are the powerhouse. Men know it. They're responding in all kinds of weird ways out there now. Notice that. And we have to step up. Well, stepping up for us is different than the way men, we need men to step up. Men need to step up to be with us, right? We need to step up into ourselves. We need to embody our power. We need to go, okay, I am super powerful. I am super magnetic. I'm going to attract 100 men out there. I'm going to have to choose. And that's a very different frame of reference than I'm just desperate. I know never met a good guy. They're all terrible. They're all stupid or too young or too old or ugly. And I don't know what to do. And how am I ever going to meet one? Very different points of view. And you can see that that other one comes from trauma, right? Nothing good ever happened to me. My mother taught me that if something good happened to me, another shoe, the other shoe would drop immediately. I would have to look for the other shoes. So my whole life, my way of being is if something good happens, I can't celebrate. I'm not supposed to celebrate. I'm supposed to look for the danger that's going to happen next because God, the universe, to her was sort of an evening out thing. If I got this much, I wasn't going to get any more. And also, if I got something, and here's the dog again wanting, wanting my attention. If I got something, it was possibly a mistake, a mistake of the universe. So I shouldn't assume that I'm going to get it, get it again, get more. Don't count my chickens before they're hatched. Um, don't assume that I'm going to get good stuff. All of those things, right? So it's much more bigger than just a belief that there's a guy out there. I'm hoping that I open it up so you feel better. Tell me if any of you feel better that, wait a minute, I'm thinking in one line, there's a guy out there when there's much more to it. Anybody feel a little, little loosened up? See, I want to attract a hundred men and little fairy emojis and smiley faces. Yes. So now let's just get a little bit into the practical side. COVID's over. It's weird not wearing a mask. It's weird being out there. And I just had a vaccination. I still don't feel up to par. But I'm so happy to be here. And now you got to get out. So how do you want to get out? You know, this is where a Siren Circle and Siren Island, which you are on, coaches excel at helping you get out there and and get past the expectations. Maybe that's the word we should zero on today. Expectations. The man for me. If he's not a great man and the man for me, then forget it. So I got to pick and choose all the time. How about you don't do that? How about you just gather people, go to places, hang out, take classes, do Zoom talks, become an activist, become a feminine activist, do all kinds of things that you enjoy and make sure you go where there are men and get online dating. There's nothing easier than that. Just get online dating. 
it doesn't matter how many jerks come around you. They're just not ready for you. They're just, oh, their trauma's worse than yours. Just, you know, we want to just not go anywhere near those guys. And if that is a problem for you, this is where we help. You know, we don't want you to spend energy with a guy that is clearly not partnership material. We didn't start a business with a guy who wasn't partnership material, right? So what is partnership material? He can hear you. He can listen to you. He can uh, retract nasties. He can, he can be with you. And, and I'll leave you with this, this is the most important thing. He's just attracted to you all the time. And he's not going to stop that ever. Not when you get older. Not if you gain a little weight. He's not going to stop it. He's always going to feel attracted to you. That is his thing. He's going to feel like you are everything. You're, you're, you just solve all of his needs. And he's never going to give that up. And that is the way most men are, who you're going to encounter, who are in your market. Guys who are not like that, just pass them by. Once you get that happening, the belief system you want to have will change. Because all of a sudden you're just going to say, I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm, I'm really not intelligent about this. I have no data. I have no answers. <laughs> I, I always say uh, I tried not dating for two years after a bad breakup. I thought I will develop myself, right? And I always say when I went out there and dated for the first time after two years, I was as stupid as I was <laughs> the day of the breakup. Just as stupid. Only I let two years go by. Don't do that. Okay, and, and timing is big in the universe and timing is big everywhere. So you have no control over that. So I'll just leave you with this then because I could talk for hours, right? Uh, the, maybe we'll break this up later into big bits and pieces, hoping that I'm able to save it. <laughs> um, let's just say that we don't know anything. It's always the unknown every minute. We cannot control that. We can only control the way we respond to it. We, we can control whether or not we react or respond, and we know those differences. And we can feel better every moment if we just look at the flowers and get out of our heads. Learn empty mind. All of those things will help you, including going out, online dating, to get enough information into your system, enough experiences gathered together that your, your need to correct everything, your need to control everything will start to fade. The need to control the situation so that that guy shows up or the guy you're with stays, those are the things that are blocking us. As Soon as you just start living your moments of life differently, you become the guru of your life, and then all of that changes. I hope this wasn't too far out and that it was really helpful.